Welcome to Concrete Conversations, the Indian real estate podcast. I'm Akshay. And I'm Yash. And we're the hosts of the show. Technology is constantly adding new dimensions to the world around us, so it's only natural that we are witnessing an increase in applications of prop tech in India and around the world. So to talk about the confluence of real estate and technology, we have with us Rehan Punawala, the founder of ComXR, a virtual reality startup based in Mumbai. ComXR uses augmented reality and virtual reality to provide specialized solutions across industries such as real estate, automotive and healthcare. So get ready for an immersive conversation about extended reality in real estate. Hey Rayan, how are you today? Hey guys, I'm doing good. Just been a busy day at work, but yeah, other than that, like all good. Good to hear that. So I thought we could start off by talking about your journey and how you kind of ended up working in this space because, you know, VR is still a developing and pretty niche industry, especially in India. Right, no, that's a good question. So the journey started about like four years ago and I was working at a startup at IIT on something slightly unrelated. But at that point, I was looking at starting something of my own. And I was like looking at a bunch of new technology, trying to figure out like, you know, what was going to be part of the future, what was going to work and what sort of skills I had at the time. And a friend of mine had a VR headset and he said like, you know, I've just got this new headset, like come on and try it over. Right. And um, that's the first time I tried uh, this new age VR, the, the, the VR that we're all in right now. And essentially I put the headset on and at that point I was like, wow, uh, super amazed. And I was like shocked that you know like this experience existed right so that was somewhere around like you know 2017 and then from there um after that session i was like okay i got to figure out how to start like you know uh, looking at it what are the possible use cases what technology is required here and i felt like you know it was a good match for the skills that i had at the time so that's how it started and then from there what happened was uh it went into like Uh, you could say like business mode where we're looking at like business use cases and I got a few freelance developers together that were working on VR projects here in India and also like freelancing for international companies right and we started building out a few prototypes and showing it to people and the business like honestly just took off from there like it just it essentially just took off very organically and we got our first project like maybe about like about four months after we started looking into this deeply so yeah nice that's really cool what was your first project that you started working on so yeah so with VR um, you know like the two natural use cases were uh, visualization related projects and right. uh, my background is in the automotive industry so the first time I could get my hands on anything we started building an automotive project essentially to help visualize cars to configure them all inside virtual reality and our first project that we did get was with uh, was with an automotive uh, supplier here in India there's a German company that uh, has now been you know our, our client for the last four years and we've deployed we are at all the you know dealerships all across the country so nice wow yeah that was that was our first project and quickly quickly after that like it was like a real estate project as well because that has a very very natural use case of VR and we started showing it to people we knew in the industry and it started resonating with architects with people in the real estate space and we got our you know first builder on board at that point as well that's perfect I think you've preempted uh, our next question but what <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about <laughs> these uh, use cases within real estate that you've used VR for I mean there's some of them are obvious I won't name them now I'll let you name the, the very applications but some might be a little more unassuming right 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 no that makes sense and also like you know um, as comics are we're also just not you know focused on vr what we do is we build with uh we build technology in like the real-time space so that's real-time 3d that's 
uh, virtual and augmented reality. Nice. And uh, that's why the, that's why the XR comes in. It's like an umbrella term for extended reality. Right. And uh, essentially, VR and AR come in under under XR. Um, but essentially, like just to break it up really quickly for you know people who who hear these terms, but like you know usually see that they overlap a lot. But uh, essentially, VR is uh, is virtual reality, and that's where you are uh, in a completely virtual world away from like reality. Hmm. So you're generally the technology that's used to do this is a headset. So you put a headset on, and you're immersed in this virtual world. Uh, you don't see any of the real world around you. Right. With AR, it's slightly different because it's a mix of the two. And what it is essentially is where you take this virtual world and you layer it on top of the real world. So you have um, applications for real estate in both AR and VR. Right. But yeah, coming back to your question, the application that you know got us our first project and got us like traction was essentially for visualization uh, for developers to show their potential customers what the project looks like before they buy it. Got it. The thesis is that you know in the real estate space, you're selling a project, especially in like India, it's very common. You're selling the project much before the building goes up, before a brick is built to like start you know the sales mode of the project. Yeah. So you don't often even have like a show flat. You have just uh, like maybe 2D collateral that you want to that you communicate your designs through. So you have videos or you have like still renders uh, but with VR what you can do is essentially uh, take the customer through the complete project to the com- to the specific apartment that they would look to buy so for example you want they want to like look at what the 2BHK looks like in Tower 3 we can take them exactly to that one they'll see they'll look at the view outside um, see exactly that all in virtual reality while wearing this headset so um, that's you know that's that's our, that's our primary use case here nice so you know, it makes complete sense, like you're saying, you know, because pre-selling and you want people to see the project in its entirety with the experience before it comes up. I'm guessing people were really wowed by this at first, but over time, has it become a little more mainstream as people kind of adjusted to it? How's the mindset towards seeing a flat in VR and having that, you know, maybe level of trust? How has that changed over time? So, yeah, so with, with our experience, what we've seen is that... Uh, when we deploy it with a develop, when we deploy a project across any industry, and we work across automotive and manufacturing, wherever it is, like most people that go into the VR have, are doing it for the first time. Right. Um, they may have tried a mobile version of VR in the past, but most of them doing like the six degree of freedom, which is where VR is currently. Uh, most of them have not seen VR like that. So, well, yes, like you said, the experience is like you know, it's very awesome. It's like uh, like you know. It's it's quite a lot to take in when you when you go in there. And by by that I mean like you know you're quite wowed by the experience itself rather than you know looking at the flat. Hmm. So what happens is once the customer puts the headset on, uh, they take a like you know a few seconds to just like un, like you know get over the fact that they they were just a second ago in in the sales office and now they're in their future home. Right. <laughs> yeah, it takes it takes a bit of time to do that. But once that settles down, you know they spend a lot of time looking at the apartment. They usually come in with their families. Um, and you know they look at the views from different heights. They select it all together. It becomes like quite a like you know uh, collaborative approach with the two or three or four family members that they have brought with them. Hmm. And uh, yeah, they spend about like when 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 it's possible for the builder um, to deploy that way. They spend about like about twenty five to thirty minutes each family, like you know just exploring the VR. Oh wow! Um, going through the apartment, going through the project, and you know that kind of thing. Yes, that's that's really cool. And and uh, I I wanted to ask you, you know specifically. Specifically for like uh, sales fairs for real estate projects when they're showcasing properties, even internationally, has this application been used more so? And what is the kind of feedback you've received? Has there been any sort of 
tangible sort of feedback that that comes in from maybe the NRI markets when they're looking at buying apartments, say in India, but they're living in Dubai or in Singapore or uh, elsewhere in the world. And right. has VR helped bridge that, you know, understanding of what the, the finished product is going to be like and encouraged more investment? So yeah, so like you know, that's uh, that what we what I mean, what our initial uh, thesis was that it would be very useful for international buying. Right. Um, but what we've what we've noticed is that it actually has been way more effective with people buying locally and especially people buying their first or second homes. Oh, wow. Because what, what what we've noticed is that when someone, so like an NRI is buying a home, they're already used to that buying process. They know how to interpret the renders that they see in that brochure or they see in that video and then translate that into what their home could be. Right. Um, but when we go to first-time buyers in projects that we deployed, you know, like in Bangalore, in the outskirts of Mumbai, in Mumbai as well, like a lot of the, the, the first-time buyers feel like, you know, the VR experience adds a lot there. So uh, while the uh, the builder that we you know usually deploy this for is free to use the solution across all their sales channels, essentially, hmm. um, where we've seen it being most effective is for like first-time buyers who are coming to the site to uh, to buy the property to uh, go through the VR experience and then make their decisions. That's where we found it to be most useful. Right. That's interesting. You know, I wanted to just uh, bring it back to you talking about XR being extended reality, you know, and how it covers kind of the mix of AR and VR. So we've spoken a bit about VR for real estate now, but I wanted to know from you what some of the potential AR applications for this could be. Right. Like if I'm, uh, if I recall correctly, you know, there's IKEA. I think has some features where you know you can project their furniture into a particular space to see if it fits. Uh, is it something in that direction? So that's a very good use case for AR, and uh, essentially AR works well when you have like the space built out and already ready. And say it's empty, for example, you could totally use an application like IKEA's and design your own home uh, with their uh, with their AR application running on your mobile today. Like you don't have to wait for some future technology to come in; you can use that today. Right. And essentially, what that does is it just uh, shows you the catalog of all the um, all the furniture that they have. But what it enables you to do now is to place it into your future home or place it into that space and see what it all looks like and comes together. Right. So it's technically a like a completely empty space. But when you look at it through the lens of the, the phone camera, uh, you get like a completely uh, a fu- like a fully furnished apartment in front of you. So you can pick and choose. You can choose colors. Um, there are a lot of AR applications where you have placement of furniture, but also like seeing what different paints are on the walls, uh, seeing what different bedsheet covers look like. You know, like all that stuff uh, applies to applies to AR and it, it enables different types of selling channels that wasn't possible like maybe just four or five years ago that make, that makes a lot of sense and and uh, what i'm seeing here is that there's a lot of flexibility that virtual reality gives you when you're looking at a property uh, that perhaps looking at a f- physically finished show flat doesn't really give you like just now you gave us the example of choosing wall colors or fabric colors has have you seen any interesting applications of virtual reality by architects or interior designers or maybe even customers who've bought a home but then you know in in the design planning stage when they're they're trying to select certain designs or select how things would look is there an application there as well no so there is definitely and uh, coming back to the point where you said like you you know you have that show flat built out and uh, at that point what would be the use of the vr Um, so essentially how we how our operations work is that you know once the show flat, i mean eventually the show flat does come up at all these places where we've deployed vr um, because the the 
the real estate company has been doing it for years and they're not going to stop doing that overnight so they have their show flat there and they'll they'll show they'll show the customers what that fully furnished 3 bhk looks like but now they're selling so much inventory which uh, includes like a 5 bhk and a 2 bhk and a 1 and like a 2 and 3 combined and all these different combinations right and um what we do in vr essentially is we you know add to that show flat experience by you know having these digital models inside vr that the customer can view so the customers coming to buy a 2 bhk uh they can go through the 3 bhk you know uh, show flat and see what the materials look like and the finishes and those kinds of things can be communicated well in real life when you want to see your actual future space vr works really well there so that's that's uh, that's like you know one one way how it you know augments this um or this physical um show flat that's that gets built at these sites but the second way also the vr helps is and like you said in this customization so what we've noticed is that when we 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 have like you know these uh two or three bhk apartments that we build out but like sometimes you have a couple that comes in and they don't have kids so the second bedroom in vr we click a button and you can show it as a den or you can show it as a tv room or you show it as a guest bedroom and if they do have kids you click a button and you show it as a uh, a kids bedroom nice so essentially it allows for a lot of customization depending on the client's preferences what they like what sort of styles they like and you know a lot of that is possible to show them which is not possible to do with the show flat so customization is definitely possible because you're working now completely in the digital world right and and you know it's kind of like an uh, an information advantage for them right they not only get to see uh maybe like the basic layout but like you said customization different potential options or different things that they could do with this space as well so that's you know kind of on the client side i also wanted to ask you what is the feedback like on the developer side i'm sure you've deployed this in a number of projects now is it do they see it as a value add do they see it as a way of reaching out to more people right yeah so um so that's a good question because yeah we've spoken about right, right now what the feedback is for the customer who's looking at their future home but for the developers you know there like two clear advantages one is that uh, you can start selling even before like your sales office is ready before your show flat is up so that you know that 5 or 6 months of lead time that they would have to wait previously to show the customer what that apartment looks like now gets done in vr right so it helps shorten that sales cycle the second is and the main thing is that you know it helps essentially reduce their their costs hmm. so if a show if a show flat costs about 1 crore to 1.5 crores to build a vr a vr apartment costs you know less than a tenth of that right so um they could have multiple configurations multiple um multiple apartments of in within the same project which you were, were not able to show previously to the customers and that that becomes like a huge value add for them and then the last thing also is that now you have like you know this you, you they had these audio visuals that they played and they had all these 3d renders that they created so what we do is essentially we work with we try to work with a lot of the same material that they've already created for their walk through videos and for their uh for their still renders for newspaper ads and things like that and we convert that into vr so it helps we essentially using reusing a lot of the assets that they have and um convert that to like a good experience for their customers coming into the site right uh, rehan you know before we we uh, build ahead with the discussion points i thought i'd just ask you here has there been any interesting project that you've worked on that has uh, you know allowed you to use vr or ar or a combination of both in some unique ways or something that really stood out to you or the way you had to think about the project and the visualization of a space so well in in terms of like what sort of projects we work on typically uh, uh in the real estate space are mainly for visualization and um there are a lot of like interesting projects we worked on but like one of the first few ones we did was um there was a developer building like a very cost effective apartment in uh, bhandu in in mumbai 
it was like a one bedroom um it was a one bedroom room that costed somewhere around like 60 or 70 lakhs so it was targeted at a slightly different audience uh but what they wanted to do was show the customer what that room looked like in different configurations because it was everything was like modular and everything was foldable and you could put things in different places and um what we did was we, we created about like 16 different configurations wow. that that room could look like with the existing furniture in there so you click a button and the 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 dining table would fold up and go and hang on the wall and the bed would come down and then at some point you'd have like the the closet open up and you'd have another space here and just showing multiple ways how you can use the same space um in the day at night and give that whole value to the user and that's something that really uh that really worked well for that particular project and we've like deployed a lot of them so far after that that's really cool Did, did you do you work typically with the architects on this one or, or, or on this side or do you uh, work typically with like the developers directly right so a lot of the times we work with the developers directly because you know they're the end decision maker right the way it works is we work with the sales and marketing department most of the time of the developers with the architects they come in at much earlier and they leave usually you know by the time our projects uh, kicks off you know they are not really much in the picture because they've set up a lot of the stuff already so they have the design guides and they have the space all uh, all created out already So by the time we come in it usually is with the sales and marketing departments of these companies. Nice. So uh two things I wanted to follow up on. So one to you mentioned you know the project in Bhandup. So I just wanted to ask you what is your experience been that has it been uh, an interesting proposition for developers across kind of markets and price points? or is it something that you know has been used more a bit in the luxury segment so so yeah so it's um, so where we where we find a lot of the success is you know at that that point where you're selling from somewhere between 1 crores and about 4 crores and that's where the uh, the conversions that we've had are like we've seen the numbers be much higher um with the luxury segment you have you you got in, you get into the problem where people are buying like maybe uh, sometimes they're buying first homes a lot of the times they understand the buying process so like uh with vr it doesn't add as much value because they are already able to visualize the space without going through the vr experience right but in that 1 to 3 or 1 to 5 crore category what we've seen is that uh people find that difficult to make that jump looking at the floor plans and the brochures and those kinds of things and that that's where vr helps a lot right and uh another thing was that have you used this only for you know show flats and flats or have has there been a case where shown you know maybe amenities and shared spaces as a part of a development through all of these techniques as well yeah so that's a good question um a lot of the times it's the flats and the show flats but we do we've done multiple projects now which show off the amenities cuz at the end of the day as a as a developer you want to communicate the lifestyle that that customer is going to live in yeah so you so we've developed like you know the pool area and this and the deck and you see you walk into the lobby and all that stuff is also been developed uh for the for the customers to go through nice fantastic Uh, Rian, looking looking forward, uh, do you think that VR and AR are going to become central to real estate marketing strategies? Yeah, so I think like you know, just going forward in general, like um, VR and AR are going to be essential in like all types of uh, marketing strategies, whether it's the automotive companies that we work for, whether it's real estate, and essentially it's just a better medium. to communicate like 3D space so that's essentially why it's going to be there so it's a better medium to convey to communicate uh, what measurements look like without writing them on a piece of paper you put someone in that place and you see, and you get them to see exactly what the distance from like you know the sofa to the television is without just getting having them to imagine what that will be right <laughs> so uh, putting people in that space to show them what it finally looks like is like the best way of selling it uh, without having the apartment there and, and the and the and the way you can't bring the apartment to the user but you can do that in vr and that really helps uh, that really helps to you know 
bridge that gap between their imagination and what the de- what the real estate developer wants to communicate so i think yes it will be um, very important a very important tool and probably like definitely an essential tool going forward yes nice i i think we've covered pretty much most of the questions we had in mind so uh, i just had a like a question maybe a little separate from the real estate side of things but since this is such an interesting space and you work in a bunch of different industries with it anything that stands out any absolutely unique or new application that you worked on in this space recently um yeah so there are so so uh, when we initially started a lot of our you know projects were based on visualization and essentially what that means is you put the user inside the vr world and they get to see and uh, and just like view what that particular product looks like now whether that's product is an apartment whether it's a car a bike uh, you know a piece of furniture like it's a lot of like viewing what that is um so right now where we are is like a lot of uh, a lot of traction we've seen on the simulation and training side hmm. and that's where we do a lot of our work going like you know for the last year or so nice and essentially what that allows you to do is basically create a simulated safe environment in virtual reality to allow someone to learn a new skill now it's similar to how uh, pilots had access to uh, flying simulators right. um, you know for the last 20 years and they've been able to do that now what vr enables you to do is uh, without all that hardware that's required to create a whole flight simulator with just a headset and like really inexpensively you're able to create simulators for different types of events and um, an application an example of an application would be in the automotive space where essentially you have the car in front of you in vr and and you be simulate something going wrong in the car now the technician has to follow the steps to uh, do the work with his or her own hands um, and learn from his mistakes um, and eventually he's he's outputted a score whether he's passed or failed that particular tutorial and you know that essentially they do it 100 a time 100 times till they get it right and once they know it they go on to the field and then they're like you know pros at it without actually having to learn on the job so those kinds of applications are what we've seen picking up a lot recently that's that's amazing do you find that the 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 success uh in in a vr environment translates very easily into the real world application so we we've, we've worked a lot with this so we've seen where i've seen cases where it translates and we've seen cases where it doesn't um a lot of times it does translate where you have like a a fixed pattern of steps you need to go through hmm. um so for example if there's anything like a safety procedure where you have to follow those 12 steps or there's like a routine procedure that you have to follow like 15 or 17 steps like that's something where vr works really well anything that's procedural right if you have to have do a lot of work with like you know like your touch and your feel and a lot of tactile work that um to learn how like how like essentially how much pressure to add into a particular part or how to uh you know feel whether the something is broken or not vr doesn't work really well that way right now i mean right now we're in a very basic stage of VR it's only been like 5 years uh since you know this whole industry has come about but right. um yeah so anything that's procedural works really well anything that's like requires a lot of tactile and learning of touch and feel uh, we feel like you know those kinds of applications are still a few years away from being implemented well in VR so no no doctor is going to practice surgery in VR anytime soon <laughs> well so that's so that, that's a good point and that's you know when i was talking about it my learning from that came up because so doctors do 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 the like you know practice this in vr but they can't do it for all procedures so that's where our learning came in initially mm. where uh, you know if you have to uh, learn how to uh, essentially drill a hole through a bone with vr it's going to show you that you can that you have to take these five steps before you do it but to actually do it you need that physical simulator or you need like you know the actual bone in front of you to do it so uh, so essentially so essentially what happens is 
um you learn the steps but you may or may not learn how much pressure to add in those kind of things so yeah right <laughs> All right, I think I think with that uh, we've covered pretty much everything we wanted to talk to you about Rehan. So, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you so much and I'm excited to see where VR and comics are going in the future. No worry guys, you're like most welcome. Like I had a great conversation here today. If you enjoyed this conversation, be sure to follow Concrete Conversations on Instagram to know more about upcoming episodes and for some behind the scenes content. For more deep dives into the world of Indian real estate, stay tuned for more Concrete Conversations. Mm-hmm.